episode 50 of Gaming Fix. Uh, this is going to be kind of an interesting one because even though we have uh, it's one, a big milestone podcast for us, it's also a very small podcast. Uh, I'm Allison and I'm joined with Alex. Hi. And that's it this yep. week. So it's <laughs> a, not even a triple A, it's a double A. Yep. Um, like the batteries. <laughs> we are the missing we are the missing oh and we both love the missing so i feel like that that's perfect yeah so let's go back and change our game of the year list right now yeah that's what this episode is going to be is us going back to our uh game of the year pump bumping up celeste bumping up the missing you know all the games that we're we both really loved so yep and also and, and, what a way to ring in 2019 <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah our last podcast of the year so it's kind of a smaller one. That's kind of interesting. It's fine. Everybody's off <laughs> doing things and being busy and stuff. Yeah, it's it's that time of the year where people are busy, and so yeah, I'm so, glad we can still get one out this week. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any plans for your New Year's, or are you just kind of chilling mm, out? Not really. One of my friends is talking about throwing a party, but I have not heard anything about it. And since that's in two days, I'm like, I don't know, maybe. But how about you? Uh, nothing. Oh, I'm driving. I'm driving my mother to the airport. That's what I'm doing on New Year's Eve. Well, that's a party in itself. So yeah, it'll be very, very exciting. This was a fun time. Yeah, but uh, I actually have um, have been having this week off, and so I've, I've uh, basically my office is closed between christmas and new year's so it's been kind of relaxing week and then hopefully a little bit more relaxing before i have to go back on wednesday so oh wednesday at least you get a little buffer yeah a little buffer go back on wednesday work for three days and then and then that that'll be good but i think you mean just like explode for three days because it's gonna be so much in those three oh days. my god yeah yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I can't get into many details, but before I left there, were, I, I set multiple contingency plans in place and <laughs> I had an appointment scheduled for the second and I was like, I got to cancel that. I'm going to be too busy to leave. So it's going to be an interesting day. Yep. Yeah. Start, let's start the year right. Start the year right with some, uh, some stress and, uh, and missing sitting at home playing video games, but you know. Which we both did a little bit of this week. Which we both did a little bit of this week. Uh, do you want to get it started off with uh, what you've been playing this week? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I've actually been playing quite a bit of Overwatch, but there's not really much to say mm. there because it's Overwatch, y'all. The, it's a good it's, game. They're, they're doing the winter stuff. They have some skins that are cute. That's about oh, it. Oh, I, I need to go in and get some of those skins. Yeah. Uh, actually, if you, I think if you still log in, they give you five free loot boxes. But that oh. might have just been on Christmas. I'm not totally sure. I'll have to check in on that because I did not. I did not check in on that. But I, I, I love. They always have some fun seasonal skins. Yeah, I like checking I those out. I, I'm so sad I missed out on the summer games one or whatever the, the, basically the one that gets you the May pajamas because those are the best. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had those too. Even though I never, I'm bad at playing May, so I never play May. But. I love her. That doesn't stop me from getting skins for the characters I don't play. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah, no, the other thing I quote unquote played was the new Netflix choose your own adventure uh, Black Mirror episode. Yeah. So we were talking about this briefly before we started, but I watched that too and was planning on bringing that as well. So I'm glad that we both watched that slash played it. Yeah. So what's your history with Black Mirror? Have you seen most of it or... Yeah, I think there might be one episode in the last season that I didn't watch, mostly because Black Mirror is one of those shows where I can't binge watch it at all. I need to just watch it and then take a break for a few minutes. Yeah. So, but I, I've, I, was a, I was a fan of them before the Netflix episodes, and then I really enjoyed the Netflix episodes as well. 
Mm-hmm. So um, I was pleasantly surprised to see a new, longer Black Mirror. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I've seen um, basically all of seasons three and four and like a couple choice episodes from the previous ones, like uh, White Christmas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, not like I don't have uh, encyclopedic knowledge of the series. I have, I should probably go back and watch the first couple seasons, but uh, they're very good. So I, I definitely suggest it, but also give yourself time and space to do it because yeah. I, I'm, I'm with black mirror. It's one of those shows where I can watch one episode and then I just need to go sit and do something pleasant for a while. Yeah. It is a lot of existential dread. Yes. <laughs> or just sitting and going like, Oh, what did I just experience? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I was, uh, I was really uh, looking forward to this one just because um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that it's an interactive movie. um, Cause they, they uh, put that out right out at the front that it's basically like a choose your own adventure game, but in movie form, which they had experimented with a little bit before with the Minecraft stuff. Right. Uh, Well, Netflix had, yes, uh, it's, Sorry, yeah, no, that, it's not Black Mirror. <laughs> that just made me think of like what uh, Black Mirror would do with Minecraft, and oh, that would be that would be weird. It'd be, it'd be something like from the perspective of a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I just want to see what they would do, like completely in the space of like Minecraft or like or some other game, like using. Just using assets from Gary's mod or something. Just <laughs> so basically, the World of Warcraft episode of South Park, but Black yes. Mirror in Minecraft. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so Netflix had done a little bit of that, um, mostly with some of their uh, "Rest in Peace" Telltale stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is one. This is a, it feels like a departure, especially since it's using actual live filmed uh live action movie and it's like a full movie length too mm-hmm. like i don't know how long your playthrough of it took but i, I spent about like a it, i think most of them are aimed to be about 90 minutes or thereabouts yeah i didn't time it i but it was probably about 90 minutes and i've heard there's mm-hmm. like five hours of footage that you can see in this thing yeah yeah i heard there's i heard that too and i heard that the way that you can actually see all of it is if you um just passively let netflix make all the decisions which i feel like has its own like like says something about it and i i don't know if i should uh don't want to go full into the spoilers of it at all but it's an interesting decision yeah because i was watching it with cheese and uh like the first thing that happened was because we're watching it both on our own screens and doing it over Skype. And we have to say like, okay, which, which choice are we picking together? And I was like, Oh, that'd be interesting. I was like, I wonder what happens if we just let the timer run out. Like, does it, Mm -hmm. does that present an option? Like, but uh, we never experimented. So it's good to know you can just let. Uh, I did that that once. Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of chooses, I think the first one that it's, that's like, that it's like, it, it, it starts the countdown with the, um, choice on one. So basically, if you haven't seen it yet, you have uh, occasionally throughout the movie, you'll have two choices to make, and it'll be at the bottom of the screen. And you can. Um, I watched it on a using a Roku stick, so it was using the remote and then picking. Um, but yeah, if there was one choice that I particularly did not want to make, so I was just like, well, let's see what happens if I don't make a choice because I don't particularly enjoy either of these options. And I assume it, it, it was later in the story then. Yes. Yeah. And involving, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there are a couple choices where I was like, I don't like either. Was, so, it, was it involving the father? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Then I can probably guess which choice that was. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what did you so what did you think of it overall like overall thoughts so i think it was okay (laughs) i would say like it was a really really strong concept and Mm -hmm. uh the execution was pretty good for the most part uh but i would say that as a black mirror thing it didn't Mm -hmm. feel like the writing was quite as uh well 
full of existential dread as the other ones. Like it was like sometimes it was a little on the nose with the writing. Sometimes it was just a little like a little cheesy. Uh, I don't know, but like, I think it was good and totally worth experiencing. I just think it wasn't the best thing that black mirror has ever done. Oh, for sure. And, and I, I, I think that, yeah, comparing it to other black mirror episodes, I think you're absolutely right in that it doesn't necessarily, I, I feel like that existential dread is kind of that Black Mirror feeling mm-hmm. where after you watched an episode, you're going, oh, I, I don't know how I feel about anything right now. And I don't know if I had that to the same extent, but I think that it did some interesting things and it has some interesting concepts that I kind of wish that they pushed a little bit further. I don't want to say them outright without... Mm-hmm so I can spoil them, but I feel like it tr- it goes in some interesting directions at points that I kind of wish it would have leaned more into. Um, but I, th- I think it was a very fun experience mm-hmm. and in one that I think in the story and uh, way they told it, I think suits the format of the, interactive movie uh, choose your own adventure very well like i feel like it would be um easy to kind of write something off like that as a gimmick but i think that it very specifically wasn't or i mean it was a gimmick but not but it worked well mm-hmm. so that makes sense. yeah i would i think i would agree that it was probably a bit more gimmicky than like nuanced but mm. In the like, I think if this is like a prototype for something else, I think it's actually a really good one. And Black Mirror is mm-hmm. probably the one to do it with, like the series. If Netflix had to pick one, <laughs> well, right. Well, I, th- I think since it's a an anthology series, mm-hmm. there's there's really very very little risk of, uh, you know, of alienating an audience because you know, oh hey, it's going to be the next one's not going to be involving these characters. You're not kind of messing up any of the characters, but as somebody that likes black mirror a lot, that name recognition is very easy for me to go. Oh, sure. I'm going to watch this interactive thing, even though I don't know what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it does pretty well with his (laughs) nods to previous episodes, the poster that says, uh, Oh God, metalhead or whatever. Yeah. Stuff stuff like that. There was more there was more in there, but I don't really want to talk about them just because it's more fun to experience them. But Metalhead was in like the trailer, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, the, there's there's another bigger one, but it might be a little bit spoilery. Yes. Or maybe not spoilery, but fun to experience when you're in it. I think I know which one you're talking about as well. Yeah. Involving a bear, I guess one could say. Uh no, there's one that was one of the games. Um, so the part of the basic premise, and it's not really spoilery, is that it's, it's ac- actually set in the 80s, which is pretty unusual for a Black Mirror. And it's about centers around uh, game development in that era. So there's one video game that was made in it that's not the main one. That's a reference to a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's actually pretty faithful to 80s technology in a good way like the fact like the fact that they're actually using like zx spectrums for all of their development and stuff like that is really neat right um, and that's uh and that's something that n- never came out in the states and i don't really have any experience with but just from my kind of vague retro game interest that's something that i immediately was like oh yeah that's clearly uh zx spectrum stuff so this is spoilery but not spoilery at all um one of the early decisions you have to make involves you um having to choose the music you're listening to on the commute Mm -hmm. and at the very end like as kind of like a post-credits scene like you get that scene again but he plays a tape of the sounds of the game he was working on oh yeah i actually didn't get that at all oh you didn't okay so it's like it's a it's a i think it's if you get all the endings so that might have been it is that yeah, I I don't know if I did. I was I was I kind of I I played it and got several different endings, but there's one point where they were just like you're done, and so I didn't see that. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe I should find a link for you for that. And I might, it, I'm honestly interested. I've, I've actually seen people have come up with various. Um, oh God, yeah. Flowcharts. <laughs> it's nuts. It's, so uh, 
I've, I've looked at those. So I kind of want to just go see if I can see some of the endings and things that I didn't see. Because there are some ones where it's like some interesting choice, like, like various, like I'm, I'm almost kind of, I'm kind of impressed by the technology behind it because there's a lot of different, like this choice here, then you can get this ending here. And it it feels like it, it's not just, it doesn't look like a very simple, uh, um, choose your own adventure type thing. Like there, there is some interesting mechanic in it, mm-hmm. I guess. It is tracking quite a bit. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, to the point where I've seen if you, there's a couple of stuff you can find. It, it like keeps that tracking. If you go to a specific black mirror website and, um, one of the games that they may featured in the game, not the main, uh, game, but, uh, another one that we were kind of alerting to before you can actually play that if you have gotten certain places in the movie. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. But you have, here's the kicker. You have to use play it downloading a ZX spectrum okay. uh, emulator. So I think this is the, um, what you were ta- what I was talking about with the Easter egg, because yeah. the way you get to that site is uh, when in- instead of playing the music, it's just playing like, like basically what you expect to be like kind of modem sounds, but mm-hmm. that's because the ZX spectrum worked with tapes and mm-hmm. like, uh, you put in a tape and it would actually play audio to the spectrum, which would load up the program into memory. And mm-hmm. so if you listen to that tape, like, or the thing at the end of the episode and then load it into a ZX spectrum emulator, it brings up a QR code <laughs> and that QR code brings you to that website. It's kind of, incredible though that yeah. <laughs> a lot of this is dependent on you, you using a very specific emulator for a an 80s computer in the uk yeah like it's yeah like that kind of stuff i think is actually really supremely clever and they executed super well on it <laughs> yeah like so that's pretty, that pretty neat and there was yeah. one specific scene like up to up to a point i was like this is fine this is this is good, but like, I don't know, I'm not in love with it, but there's one where they very much break the fourth wall <laughs> and that, I, like, loved I, I went down that path hard and I was like, this, I is, a, this is amazing. <laughs> I was like, I am going full force down this path and yeah. I don't want to spoil it again, but it is so good. And that actually has some multiple endings as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw one of them and then I read about the other one that we didn't see. And I was like, fuck, I kind of want to go back and see that one. <laughs> I, I, okay, after the show, I think we need to talk more into detail about which ending you saw in that path because um, that was a, an interesting one. Yeah, <laughs> we should probably do that after the episode because <laughs> it is completely worth seeing. Right, and I think that's one of the things that I that I was really glad about was that I saw it completely without uh, any kind of spoiler, mm-hmm. and I I don't think that it would be ruined with some spoilers, but it, I think it is something that if you can experience, it's definitely worthwhile mm-hmm. to experience it fresh yeah. just because there is a lot, it, it goes some places that it's, it would be nice to know, to not know about beforehand. Yeah. I think. Agreed. Yeah. I think some foreknowledge would probably take away from the experience though. Yeah. One piece of foreknowledge I will give you that, uh, so there's points in the show or the episode or the movie, however, whatever you want to call it, that um, <laughs> uh, he's reading a book and you see pictures of, it's kind of a biograph, biographical book of the author he kind of uh, like reveres. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. this guy's the best. And did you recognize who the actor who playing the guy in the pictures was? I don't know if I did. It's uh, it's Jeff Minter. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, is that Jeff Minter? And it was. <laughs> and then I saw him in the credits. I was like, holy crap, that was Jeff Minter. That's hilarious. And that's an extremely inspired choice. That's so interesting. Yeah. So that, no, yeah, that's a good Easter egg. And I think most people would probably not recognize it. But <laughs> like, if you know that that was the guy who made Tempest, you'd be like, okay, that's pretty sick. <laughs> that, is, that is, that is kind of amazing. It's, it's, it's really, really fun just how uh 
how detailed they went into all of this because I feel like it would be so easy for them to just make the like make generic oh this is an 80s game but they were they went all in on being very specific to that era of video games which I thought was really neat yeah definitely yeah there's some reverence there and I think it's yeah again it's worth experiencing I don't think it's the best black mirror thing ever but I think it's it's good uh no and because that crown is held by San Junipero and I will fight everyone I like but San I think I still think I like White Christmas better than that yeah well it's it's hard <laughs> because San Junipero is is hopeful and that's yeah. not a black mirror feeling that you normally have it's true so I don't know if it's the prototypical black mirror but it was a nice one to have especially since I, that season was feeling very bleak I mean mm-hmm. Even by Black Mirror standards, I was like feeling very like, oh, what's happening? And then it was, then you have this beautiful episode. Yeah. That's delightful. And that was very exciting. I'm trying to remember. I think the only other hopeful episode I can think of is the uh, dating app one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though it was still kind of bleak. (laughs) It was still kind of bleak, but it was a lot more... Uh, hopeful and that was and that was one of my favorites of that season too so I guess even though I I really like Black Mirror I still want the kind of happy episodes (laughs) even though I wouldn't uh, trade the bleak ones for anything but yeah Bandersnatch worth watching yeah totally absolutely worth watching even if you haven't watched any Black Mirror um, I think the only stuff that really carries through are some Easter eggs mostly. Mm-hmm. And it's because the whole thing's an anthology, but I think I, I would definitely recommend it to most people. Um, I'm trying to think of who I wouldn't recommend black mirror to. Um, if you don't like feeling bleak and unhappy, <laughs> <laughs> I would not recommend black mirror, but uh, an interesting one. <laughs> it's a very interesting well it's there's there's not really a lot of shows like it but i think it's i think it's quite good especially if you like science fiction Mm -hmm. um and don't mind feeling existential dread or if you like that then you and if you haven't watched black mirror then why haven't you watched black mirror yet that's great yes (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah but yeah so sounds good. So have you uh, played anything else this week? Uh, not really. I've just been really busy with family stuff, actually. So, mm-hmm. which has been good. It's that time of the year, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And how about for you? I know you had one mm-hmm. other game in mind, at least. Yeah. So <laughs> I. Uh, so this time of year, I. And again, this is only the second time we've done game of the year, so. It's not really like as always, but as always, it's it's kind of nice to have that feeling of, okay, I don't really have to play anything super current right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been playing through the Phoenix Wright trilogy. Uh, I've also bought the rest of the Phoenix Wright game or Ace Attorney games rather uh, that are available on 3DS. So I have the entire set on my 2DS, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm currently playing through the third game. I just finished the second one. So I'm in the middle of the second, uh, uh, bit in the, in the third game and those games hold up. Um, there's definitely, uh, occasionally some points where I'm like, this is some adventure game logic, but for the most part, I think it's pretty, it's pretty good for you actually just having to detect what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stories and characters are genuinely still really, really great. and still a lot of fun to revisit. So I've, I've been really enjoying that. And uh, yeah, I, it's, it's interesting because I hope, that they'll keep uh, making them on Switch. Um, and hopefully since they're re-releasing the Phoenix Wright trilogy on Switch, that uh, will be in the future. But it's I think that they're, it's it's kind of remarkable considering how old these games are. Uh, like the, the original ones were released on the Game Boy Advance in Japan, and then it um, 
not well, they were re-released on DS and actually then was when they were first released in the US. But for being at this point uh like 15-year-old games or the first one is at least it's it's really I feel like the story itself works really well and the characters are all just so great mm-hmm. that I it's, it just feels kind of good to re- re- uh, revisit them it's like oh yes it's uh it's it, I'm back with my buddies so yeah that's fantastic yeah did, did yeah and play, I played sorry hmm? I was gonna say did you play any of them as they were coming out back in the day or not the, the funny thing is that I played them a lot with my sibling but we first played the first three on uh on WiiWare <laughs> Oh, we yeah. downloaded them onto our Wii. So I, it's, it's an interesting thing because they weren't play. We didn't, I didn't play them on handheld until I got this trilogy, but I, we played them on, on our Wii and experienced them together. So that, that there's something kind of fun about that. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've talked to my sibling a lot about it, but, but yeah, no, I, this is the first time I've played them on the handheld. So cool. Which is interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever played um, the Layton games? Oh, I love them. Okay. <laughs> I've, I, I haven't um, completely finished the rest of this, like all the series, but I've played the first few games all the way through and I've played first couple multiple times, but yeah, those are very good. And it's, I, I would like more games like that because I love the Layton games. Yeah. And I think, like, you should maybe try Danganronpa V3. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have bought the first two Danganronpa in the uh, Steam sale, and I'm probably going to buy the third one. Yeah. I think, while it's on sale. I think it, that's an interesting series, because I think you could jump into the third one and be fine. Uh, because there's a risk of burnout from playing the first two. Unless you're Andre, mm-hmm. who can apparently just play anything through forever and just, like, be fine. <laughs> But he's really he can do that more than I think anybody else can. Yeah. He he's he's a machine. But <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, V3 the only thing you miss out is some pretty um direct references right at the very end. Ah, but, got it. But that's the kind of stuff you could experience in a a Wikipedia page if you really needed to. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to try and play those because I think I'm okay. I'm pretty usually pretty decent with burnout. Like when I played um, the Zero Escape series, I played them all back to back to back. Okay, but that I mean that I feel like that kind of works because this those are actually connected story wise. But yes, yeah, these are fairly insular. Okay, well that's good to hear. Fairly, <laughs> there's very there's like one or two things that connect each of them. But. Okay, well, I'm 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 excited to get started on those because I'm uh, I've I've heard good things and I, I very that that genre of visual novel, but you're also solving puzzles is like yeah probably my favorite genre at this point. Yeah, and uh, I would agree. There okay. aren't enough games like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very far and few between. Most time, most of the times, if you're doing a visual novel e kind of thing, it's. The only interaction you have is selecting one of two options. Right. <laughs> Which is kind of what we did with the movie this week. Yeah. I, oh, wow. <laughs> so basically Bandersnatch was a very fancy visual novel. <laughs> it was a visual novel with very high production value. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I very specifically <laughs> really like part visual novel, part puzzle solving. So if yeah. you or any listener has any suggestions, I would take them because... That is a very limited genre, and I yeah. I love I love that genre. How about Puzzle Agent? Uh, I like Puzzle Agent a lot. Um, I don't think I finished the second one, but yeah, I, the second I like the one first one a lot. Wasn't quite as good, but yeah, Puzzle yeah. Agent one is like a masterpiece. That game is so good. Is. <laughs> that game is very very good. Oh, that game is so good. Um, yeah. But I've also uh, my other Steam game purchase that you'd also be interested in is I. Uh, bought Steinsgate, so I'll let you know how that is. I'm actually looking forward to the uh, Switch release of that, Steinsgate Elite. Yeah, that'll be interesting. It's early 2019. I'm I'm really glad that the Switch is getting so many uh, niche games re-released onto it. And I mean, granted, it'd be nice if they had new games in these series as well, but 
mm-hmm. it's I, th- I think that it's it's really cool that there's a lot of games that are kind of popping back up especially the niche ones because the switch has become very much my weird niche game console which i like Actually, but. speaking of 2019, are there any games in 2019 that you're hella looking forward to, given that this uh, is our last podcast of 2018? As this is our last podcast of 2019, the, actually, the only couple of those that I'm, I have are weird indie games. Uh, so one I've mentioned before a couple of times is uh, Minako's Night, Night Market, right. where it's it's a, basically a girl who is on an island with cats, but then there's, a, I think oh, there's a bunch yeah, of different, right. uh, right, right. I like mini games and there's a bunch of, it's like, I don't even know necessarily what it all is, but it looks just so adorable mm-hmm. and it looks really unique. And, uh, there's another one and I can't, why am I blanking on this so much? But, uh, while I look for it, what are you, is there anything that you're really looking forward to? Actually, now that you mentioned indie games that you can't remember the names of, yeah, there is a couple for me too. <laughs> um, Necro, <laughs> I think Necro Barista is coming out, and that's one I'm really looking forward to. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, it's it's exactly what you would think. It's it's a visual novel, and like, uh, basically, it's a place where the dead are getting together and hanging out with the living for like one night, and it's it's at a cafe. <laughs> And it, yeah, it seems like it's going to Ooh, be really that sounds really fun. But yeah, um, I have a Wikipedia page open looking at all of the re- currently announced releases for 2019. And let's see. Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser's Junior's Journey on 3DS. That seems like. Ooh, I I uh, I love the Mario and Luigi games a lot. So mm-hmm. I'll probably end up picking that up. Um, Me too. And I, I think that the first Superstar Saga re-release was really, really good. So mm. I... I do kind of wish that they'd put this on Switch um, so that more people could experience it. But I mean, I'm still actively playing my 2DS on a very, very regular basis. So mm-hmm. I wish I was. <laughs> my 3DS is in Asia right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. went to Cheska. So yeah, that'll do it. Um, yeah. uh, Trials Rising is coming out in February. I'm looking forward. Oh to that yes, for sure. Because the beta was fun. Yeah. That was a really fun beta. It, it felt very good. So I'm I'm really quite interested in playing the full thing yep on february um, 19th we have steinsgate elite steinsgate linear bounded phenogram and a, 8-bit adv steinsgate a oh uh this is the game that i was i forgot to talk about uh ooblets which is oh, kind of ooblets, like yeah <laughs> like harvest moon stardew valley or animal yeah. crossing pokemon I'm, I'm looking at this on an indie game website so that's the comparisons they brought but it has that kind of mm-hmm. very kind of whiz- whimsical cute feel and it's been it's been in the works for quite a while and i'm i'm excited to check that out yeah it looks that looks really cute i'm looking forward to that as well yeah uh we got tom clancy's the division two which we were talking about in our group chat and i'm cautiously optimistic for it but i was really not a fan of the first game i never played it mostly because i i everything i heard was kind of i don't know I didn't hear much that I sounded like I would want to play it, but yeah. I'm interested in it. Yeah. Like my issue with that game, I've talked about it in our chat and it's too bad. We don't have like Sam here who really loved it. So we could kind of get the contrasting yeah. opinions. You only get mine. haha. But yeah. like the problem with that, that I had with that game was the first, let's say five or six hours was kind of like, Oh, this feels like a shooter where, you know, getting headshots matters and like having actual skill matters. But then after a certain point, it was just a numbers game. Like uh, my gun does, 5,000 DPS and like if I don't have above 10,000 DPS I'm never going to be able to do enough to this boss Mm. like like it's just it it became less about skill and more about just like finding good loot and grinding and I was just like eh (laughs) let's see we have oh sorry oh uh, another indie title uh, upcoming classic is the as for now untitled goose game Oh yeah, yeah right. <laughs> that looks amazing. The, I'm so I'm genuinely really excited. Yeah, the that. videos that came out of PAX for that were really good. And I don't know, it's like yes, it's kind of another you play as in like I, I've seen people compare it to uh, 
goat simulator. But at the same time, I'm like, I just want to be a goose where I am <laughs> mean to people. Yeah. I mean, gooses are jerks. So yeah, totally. <laughs> so I think that will be an interesting one mm-hmm. and uh, one to look out for. Agreed. Oh man. Everybody's game of the year next year is coming out on April 26th. That is days gone. Oh, <laughs> I, I forgot that game existed. It did too. You mentioned that. And I'm like, and I, and I, I, I feel like we saw it in long enough ago that I, I, something about it. Like I know logically it didn't come out yet, mm-hmm. but part of me was like, didn't it already come out? Yeah. It seems like the kind of game that would come and go. Yeah. I was like, days gone. I'm like, oh, I thought that came out like last year, but yeah. We're, we're no, being, it's still picking. We're, we're being so dismissive of it. I hope it ends up being amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be really, I, I genuinely never hope that games are bad. I would like games to be as good as the, what people put into them. And I know yeah. that there are clear, there are definitely people who are working really hard on days gone to be good, but yeah, I, I just, nothing I've seen of it look, makes me look super interesting, but yeah. it, it, who knows? Like, it could be the game of the year, 2019. Yeah. I mean, I like the last of us, but I'm not huge on dead rising. So yeah, well, I feel like I was feeling zombie fatigue like five years ago. Yeah. That's also a big factor. <laughs> and bikers. Eh. <laughs> I mean, uh, Everybody remembers uh, Ride to Hell Retribution oh as being so <laughs> best game of the year, whatever year that came out. Oh, that must have been like 2015, 2014, maybe. Uh, 2013. Oh my God, is that old? Holy cow. Uh, we've had five years of Ride to Hell Retribution. Why didn't we have like a five-year anniversary podcast about that game? You're right. That game was so good. <laughs> it wasn't. Um... No, I, I've, and I've, uh, I've never played it and never particularly want to but i love watching people play it and go what what what's going on (laughs) um i'm just kind of looking through there's some stuff that i think everybody's going to be interested in one of which that you might be interested in is fire emblem three houses yes yes Uh, i'm very excited about that i do really like fire emblem and uh I've, i've been kind of craving it i guess um I lent my sibling my copy of of Fates, but I was trying. I was thinking about going back in and actually finishing the last campaign of Fates. But I, but hopefully, uh, Switch Fire Emblem is very good because Agreed. that would be very nice if it was. Yep. Uh, in the Valley of Gods will be coming out. That's the new Campo Santo oh, game. Oh, yeah. So I'm yeah. certainly looking forward to seeing whatever they do because Firewatch was flawed, but I really enjoyed it. I loved Firewatch. So. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I haven't actually seen too much about, about that, but, mm-hmm. uh, since I love Firewatch, I am uh, very willing to give them my money yeah, and, and play that. that will technically be the first, um, new IP from valve in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's confirmation that half-life three is coming out, right? Yeah. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw people when they saw that they acquired Campo Santo. I was like, oh, it was Half-Life 3. And I mean, granted, that's a joke at this point. But yeah, the, man. But I love Half-Life, so. I, I loved I, Half-Life a lot in 2004. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't gone back to it out of fear. Uh, I played, I, I actually only played Half-Life 2 for the first time in like 2000 and... I want to say 2010, 2011. Like I played it quite a bit after it was released and I think it holds up. Like I played Half-Life 2 not that long ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish it, but I played through a part of it and it, I, it's still a very great game. That's cool. Yeah. Like I yeah. I got that game the day it came out. So I really loved it at the time and all the episodes were fine. Episode one was pretty bad, but episode two was fine. Yeah. So. And it ends up on a cliffhanger though. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Val, Val, what are you doing? Yeah, I thought episode one was fine, but just kind of, kind yeah, of right. not. Yeah, no, nothing really substantial, but yeah, but yeah. Um, so I, 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 I've, I, I, I know it's a meme at this point, but I just, I, it would be nice if there was some sort of closure, mm-hmm. either, 
either with a new game or them saying like it's it's never gonna happen yep. we make way too much money off of steam now yeah if they're like nope we're just a dota factory and a team Fortress yeah. Two factory and a counter-strike factory yeah like, okay. uh <laughs> and now artifact which is a, mm-hmm. a thing yeah oh. which is i don't know if it's doing that well for them but it seems really um good. it's interesting I'm I'm vaguely interested in playing that, but I just I, I wish it was. I mean, I know that it's uh, Pat loves it, but I do kind of wish that it was free to play, just because I don't necessarily want to uh, put twenty dollars on a um, card game that I don't know if I like. But yeah, and I already know that I'm not huge on card games, so I'm just saying sayonara to it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. There's a couple of the games. Yeah, like I, I think. Liked, uh, I liked Hearths. Okay. Sorry, you were cutting out. My bad. <laughs> oh, uh, just that I liked Hearthstone, but oh. uh, I, I was able to get into that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did not get into Hearthstone. I gave it about two hours, and I was just like, eh. <laughs> so. I played a decent amount of it, and I have actually put in. Uh, not an insignificant amount of money into it. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just buying their various uh, uh, expansion bits or their single player bits that sure. also give you card packs. And, and I really like it and I still play it occasionally. Um, occasionally I'll just get a, into a Hearthstone kick and be like, why have I not played this in months and then fall off of it? But but it, it's, but again, that it really does help that it was free to play to start. Whereas, uh, uh, artifact is is has a twenty dollar entry. Yeah, yeah, which, the barrier to entry is probably a big factor for most people. I would say, like, um, yeah, I have my friend who's a streamer. She plays Hearthstone really well. Like, she's uh, she does competitive all the time and is Legend Four, which I, to mm. my understanding, is pretty high. Yeah, um, I I got very, I was never even remotely close to that whenever I played Hearthstone. But. Yeah, so like she's super into card games like that, and um she she's like i want to try artifact but it seems expensive <laughs> so like yeah. I think if they got rid of that barrier to entry then a lot of people like her would jump in and just be like yeah i hear good, good things about this right and and i mean i definitely understand um uh all of pat's points about about the balance of it and mm-hmm. how really if you're going to be competitive at hearthstone you do probably need to put some money into it like granted you don't necessarily have to but 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 at the same time it, it's hard to say oh you're starting out with twenty dollars and then you'll also probably want to buy card packs as well yeah and i think when we were talking about it the thing that made sense is when he compared it to an uh physical in real life card game where it's like you start mm-hmm. with the starter pack and then pick up booster packs i was like okay that makes more sense you're making right sure it, it definitely makes sense yeah but I don't know if it's necessarily the best uh, model for a um, actual for a digital card game. Yeah. But I mean, and I think that kind of lukewarm response might be uh, yeah. might show that that's true. Yeah, people are pretty tepid on it, but <laughs> yeah, except for Pat. <laughs> yeah, and like two or three other people that I know, but. I wouldn't yeah. say that they're like fervently like, oh, this is the best game ever. They're like, yeah, it's really good if you want to get into it. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm looking right. at some. Of, I'm looking at some. Right, of and other... I feel like oh, I feel sorry. like you have to kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, sorry, you you cut out again, so I didn't know I was talking over you. My bad. Oh, you're you're good. I, I don't really know if I have any much any more to add to it. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at our list here. Uh, I'm just gonna list a bunch of names. Let me know if you want to talk about any of them. Yes. We okay. Mortal Kombat 11. We got Dauntless. We've got Super Meat Boy Forever, Rage 2, uh, Team Sonic Racing, and Crash Team Racing. Oh, and Shenmue 3. <laughs> oh, Shenmue 3. Um, I, I've actually never played the first two Shenmue games, and I, I don't know if they're necessarily... From what I've heard, they haven't really aged well. I mean, I, I, people are mixed on that, but yeah. it'll be interesting to see how Shenmue, if, if Shenmue 3 is kind of similarly, if it's moved ahead with the times at all, or if it's more of the same, which I think people who are rediscovering it might not think it's aged as well as they'd like. I found the Shenmue games really interesting at the time. I didn't like them, mm-hmm. but like I played through them because I thought they were 
well, they're interesting. And um, I would say these days, if I was to draw a comparison point, it would be kind of like Yakuza without the like the ludicrous humor. Like mm-hmm. if, if you compare Yakuza to like a Grand Theft Auto in terms of just how they approach the open world kind of format. I would right. say, yeah, it's much more on the Yakuza side of things, and uh, but it's very self-serious. Like it, 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 like it has some humor and it has some silliness, but like definitely not like Yakuza. Right, and having played a decent amount of uh, Yakuza Zero, it's like I don't know if that game would be any fun if it was completely self-serious and didn't have the fun side, yeah, missions and totally and everything, and you didn't. If and you didn't get uh, money amounts when you punch people, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that game is is good in part it is because of how ridiculous it is, not in spite of it. So yeah, I mean, just watch karaoke from any of the Yakuza games, and you'll understand it's why it's so ridiculous. Oh man, those <laughs> that, those karaoke scenes are real good. They're so beautiful. But yeah, um, I could see myself being interested in Super Meat Boy forever because I I, yeah. I love the first one and I finished it. Um, I think I remembered reading that it's technically Team Meat, but isn't Edmund not involved with it? Um, I don't know. I, I haven't seen that. Let me just, I'll take a quick look. Yeah, um, I thought I remember I, something about one of them not being involved with it, really. But I could be completely yeah. wrong. Yeah, and, and it's looking like he's not like I'm looking on the on the uh Wikipedia and I'm not seeing Oh yeah, it looks like like he left team meet at McMillan, so Yeah. So that's that's what I seemed to remember was that he had left, but Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm interested in it, but like without the original team meet, I'm hesitant, I guess. Yeah, I'm <sighs> I'm a little bit hesitant, but I'm I'm definitely interested in seeing what it's like. I never actually finished Super Meat Boy because I'm not that good, but uh, I, I I've played a decent amount of it on both PC and Switch, and so I'm excited to give it a shot or see see what's the deal with uh, Super Meat Boy Forever. So agreed. Yeah, um, Rage Two is something I'm actually kind of wanting to check out. It looks kind of. It looks kind of good. Yeah, like it looks like Borderlands, but also like Sunset Overdrive. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, and and I like both. I well, I've actually not played Sunset Overdrive, but I I liked. I was big on Borderlands when it was uh, when it was more of a thing, and uh, and I, I I like when games aren't so serious about about stuff like that, especially if it's like a a shooter game like rage. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued and we'll be interested to see what, what comes of rage too. Mm-hmm. Do you think you will go and see detective Pikachu? Oh, 100%. I am <laughs> That's there. not even a question. <laughs> no, it's not even a question. Like I, I went and saw um, the uh, Mary Poppins returns with my family right. and, and the, there was a Detective Pikachu trailer for oh, that. Yes. My parents were like, oh, okay, what? And my sibling and I were like, yes, Detective Pikachu. We got to, we have to see this. I, uh, oh, I think it could be either really good or bad, but very watchably bad. So I, I think that either way, it's not going to be an unwatchable movie. It looks like it'll be very fun. Yeah. It looks like it's not going to be the super Mario brothers movie. <laughs> no, like it, no, I have watched that and it's kind of fun in a bad way, but it's not, it's, it's certainly it, not good. <laughs> certainly, no, it's certainly not good, Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, it's a very interesting movie, but yeah. I'm excited about, uh, I'm, I'm very excited about detective Pikachu. Yeah. That, that trailer is, is very fun. The Mr. Mime stuff was real weird. <laughs> well, all the design is very weird, but in like, it feels, I, I feel like everything that I've seen of it so far is really purposeful. Like the design of it looks very weird and kind of creepy, but the, I feel like it's leaning into all of that. It's not, and it's also leaning all into the Pokemon aspect not necessarily it's not ashamed of making it's making a pokemon movie it's like yep we're making a pokemon movie it's weird it's kind of creepy and this is what we're making and i I kind of think that 
I don't know why, but watching that trailer gave me Pacific Rim vibes, just in terms of its style and everything, and especially like the Pokemon being ultra realistic. Yeah, I I I I can see that. Like, obviously, they're completely different, but it just had that kind of vibe to me. And I was like, okay, yeah, this looks great. (laughs) And and I I do love Pacific Rim, so. Even even the, the sequel? I have not seen it, and I do not plan to. Yeah, me neither. I, I've heard enough spoilers of it, and I, that I'm going. Well, I'm good. I will have the memory of the first one unsullied by the sequel. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking through the rest of this list. There's some stuff that seems neat. There's the Ori sequel. There's mm-hmm. Psychonauts two. There's Luigi's Mansion three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gears five, which I'm probably not going to play, but some people seem super psyched on it. Uh. Other than that, I don't know if there's anything I'm super excited for other than Necrobarista. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right now, I feel like I'm mostly um, super excited about some of the indie titles that are coming up, but I'm, mm. I'm excited to see. I mean, I, I know that I wasn't necessarily... Uh, I, I Like, thinking about my top games that I put on my list, I don't know how many of those I was really... Uh, knew would be... Yeah. on that list by at the start of the year so i'm really excited to see where where things go yeah absolutely like my number one game was one that i picked up on a whim so yeah. uh, like I, I think you're right predicting the best games of the year is probably impossible especially for sure and, it, and there's there's something kind of fun about thinking about how in a year we'll have all played these really cool games that we didn't even know existed yeah at, at this point absolutely yeah. well 2018 was a year. Was a year. It was a very long year that people have pointed out, but I still think about how uh, Black Panther came out this year. And oh my god, yeah, it did. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that's the one movie that I think about when I want to feel like 2018's lasted for an eternity. But I mean, Celeste did come out this year, and mm-hmm. it's been quite a while since we played it. And yeah, but it, it was quite a year, but I've uh, really enjoyed doing the podcast and enjoyed gaming. So I'm excited for seeing what 2019 has to bring. Yeah, and I think it will be, if nothing else, it will be interesting. <laughs> if nothing else, it'll be interesting. <laughs> well, we'll have to have a Detective Pikachu spoiler cast at some point. Oh, absolutely. And after this, 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 uh, this stream and this recording, we'll have to talk a little bit about the spoilers of Black Mirror. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, that would actually be a really interesting spoiler cast if we do that sometime. Yeah, totally. All right. Sounds good. Well, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Fix Podcasts, FYX. And you can find our website at fix.space, FYX again, just making sure that people know how to spell it. Um, you can find Alex where, uh, where can you, they find you? On fix.space. Yep. yep. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. And uh, maybe doing some streaming, though I kind of doubt it. I have kind of fallen off of the streaming, but maybe sometime, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, Have a happy new year, everybody. Thanks. Have a happy new year. Bye. Bye.